Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 107. I'm joined today with just Jed, not Weston. Weston's a loser. What we're going to go through today is the hunting forecast for the week of September 29th. Um, any sits that Jed has had in the last week, some tips for the first week of October, um, and some other things. We're joined with some uh, ladies in the background. We'll see. Maybe they'll be able to talk. We have a chicken in the oven. This won't be a long podcast. I have a whiskey in the glass. Jed, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm just curious who's going to grab this mic and take over Weston's whipping boy post. <laughs> Well, if anyone does take it over, let me know, because currently right now that mic's off. But, um, Kenzie, can you take a look at the bottle that's in the kitchen, too? Because I need to make sure people know what the whiskey is I'm drinking. Because I usually like to give a review. And this is a new one. Some Somewhere from uh, um, Door County. Kenzie's uh, mom got it for us for watching a child for a weekend. I like it. But I don't – I can't say that I really dislike much whiskey as long as it's above the $35 bottle range for a handle. No, not a handle, like whatever normal whiskey bottles come in. Oh, don't ask me. Well, I know how you get on whiskey. Actually, more like vodka. You <laughs> like vodka. I do like vodka. Vodka does not like me. No, and not many people like you after you drink vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me included. I dislike me. Oh. Did I tell you I went to a wedding a few weeks ago and I was taking shots of vodka. Cold Grey Come Goose. On. Chilled Grey Goose, which is nothing better. Like, it's so smooth. I don't know why I was doing that. Well, I would imagine you were already I have, intoxicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a pretty strict no shot rule mm-hmm. in my, like, inner life, mm-hmm. in my brain. And somehow it got broken. I don't know who infiltrated that, but that was rough. The next day, I should say, was rough. The shot itself, smooth. But then I remember taking another mystery shot later that night. Don't know what that was. Someone just handed it to me, and I was willing to take it, which is a problem. Because that's, <laughs> that's the old Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that means your judgment was clouded. The old Taylor drinking habits do not match with new Taylor's hangover <laughs> habits. <laughs> Because what I get after I do things like that, intolerable. Oh, yeah, hear you. Unbelievable. Yeah, wait, t- wait till you're thirty, dude. Yeah, dude. I think th- that it, might be kind of how it's going because it I just feel seems like getting worse. And yeah, worse. I feel like we've beat this yeah. subject to death. But man, it just like once it starts going downhill, it doesn't fucking stop. It just keeps going downhill, and the pace gets like faster. I think. After speaking with some professional drinkers, <laughs> yeah, they like identify the one thing, the one drink, and then when they get off of that, so they either drink like Miller Lite or Bud Light sure. or Coors Light, and sure. that's all they will do. But when they when they just like get step off away. course a little mm-hmm. bit, Bad. then it's a yes. Hmm. But they don't step they don't step off course ever. Sure, 
until that one time. <laughs> and then they're wrecked. So maybe that would be the situation, but that's just, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not an everydayer. So like, I don't have that. I don't even know what that is. I do think that I've identified the fact that obviously random shots are going to do you in, but tap beer seems to just give you some type of brain problem and headache. Well, I believe that the reason that you get a headache from tap beer is that because you can drink so much of it. Like, I don't think it's the tap beer itself. I I just think that it's the quantity always consumed when it's a tap beer situation. Mm, really? Yeah. So you just think you're just chugging it? Well, I just think you drink it more. Like, if you're at, yeah, say, a wedding. smoother. Well, and say you're at a wedding, so you got a cup, and then there's pitchers that are involved, yeah. and people walking around with pitchers. Whenever they see your cup not full to the top, they just top it off for you. And it's like, oh, yeah, how many beers have I had? No idea. I have no idea. The only could thing be helped, four, could be 20. The only thing that's going to save you is if you ate too much at the dinner. And for some reason, yeah, you're which drinking never happens <laughs> to me anyways. It always seems to go the other way. It's like, oh, my belly's pretty full of beer. Don't really want this food. And then you and just, just keep, keep going. Yeah. yeah. You seem to, you got a little uh, turned up this weekend, huh? No, actually not terrible. Didn't you guys go to a drinking thing? Yeah. And I was like weirdly not into it. I think it was too cold. That's because you're obsessed with being in the woods. Really? Yeah. Too cold this weekend? Yeah, too cold for me to be in like heavy drinking mode. Oh, so you're only a heavy drinker when it's warm? Apparently, because I just like wasn't in the mood to be like hammered. Wow. I enjoy cold drinking. Yeah, so do I, but not in excess. Like apparently I only enjoy drinking to like oblivion. Oh, come on. Uh, when it's hot out. God, he's brain dead around your dog. It's a good time to drop in and let you all know if you're interested in buying or selling land in southwest Wisconsin to get a hold of me, Taylor Henry. Give me a call at 608-606-9118 or shoot me a text. Also, we have some available pork coming in October. So if you want to be not like Weston and actually buy pork from a source that you know and trust, Give me a call, shoot me a text, or visit SideyHellFarm.com. So, how was hunting the last week? We've had we've had aggressively warm weather. Yeah, it was hot. Uh, Saturday morning, Jake and I went out. Uh, we both spooked herds of deer on the way in, and then proceeded to see no more deers. <laughs> I saw, I think, six different coyotes that morning. And, really? And got a shot at zero of them. Just a long ways away and like yeah. running or what? No, just like messing around and I just like saw them and couldn't couldn't give them the old mm-hmm. to get them closer, you know. They just heard me and like looked my way and then kept on doing what they were doing. Um, and on Sunday morning, we went goose hunting because uh, a farmer that Jake is buddies with pretty much just said hey is goose season open and he's like yeah he goes good get your ass out here and shoot these geese so we tried and they did not show up <laughs> that sucks so we shot a few of his pigeons instead nice no and so he said there's just geese hanging around and but they weren't there then yeah um 
so down down Dane County area, it's just like a weird because like when you think about it, there is actually a lot of waterfowl habitat down there. A ton, yeah. It's yeah. more like that marsh flat and then you runs into marsh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh there's just constantly geese and, and ducks everywhere. And apparently the day before we uh the day before we were there, they decided that that farmer's field was where they wanted to be. And then the next day they decided to be somewhere else. So they just never showed up. I don't know. He said there was like, I don't know, 50 to a hundred of them, but. Any good thing on the cameras? No. Mm -mm. I'm going to take a look here. I had some, uh, so I, so I did two things last week. <clears throat> I went back and reviewed all my cam trail camera photos from last year on this farm. And it does appear that most things started rolling in end of September. And then it was really like mature bucks were on their feet in daylight first week of October. But we also had that with, we also had a good cold front first week of October last year. Um, and it seems to be like a very similar situation because I'm getting, just we have a couple now mature bucks that have shown up and they've kind of stuck around um the one <clears throat> we call curly i think okay so last week's episode i did not i thought it was a different buck still right mm -hmm. but it, now i'm 100 percent sure it's not it's the same buck from last year called him curly he had a really like long curly um well both his brow tines were just kind of out of whack and this year he's come back and he's just got more of like a standard brow time, but it's still like 10 inches plus. So that puts him at least four, which is cool. What do you think of him? I think he's four. I mean, I know he's four, but what do you like? He, he has so much. I mean, look at this freak show. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what you're asking. I'm just like, am I dumb for like thinking about shooting, like not the shooting him? <laughs> I don't do whatever you want, dude. I know that, but like, think about like where he's at and the potential he has. Well, you're asking the wrong guy because I don't really believe in passing. Bullshit, dude! You've you've been passing bucks all years. Oh so yeah, yeah, not ones that look like that. I've been passing inside the ear basket racks and forks. Yeah. And one spiked fork. Yeah, I think I'm going to declare he will not be passed right well, now. I would hope not. But, hey, man, you do you. You said earlier. You do you. I said I texted. I, I could you see. No, I don't. <clears throat> I wouldn't think that you were crazy if you did it. It's just not a move that I would do. Like. Yeah, and I don't think it's a move that. My only, the Here's the issue. The issue is. He has a frame to become something insane. Mm -hmm. And you would assume that four to five is a big jump. You would. Because three to four was a pretty impressive jump. Yeah, but here's the deal. You ain't working with, like, no. 700 acres here. No. <sighs> Anyways, he's he's made himself... At home, has he? Well, not really. Like, he, but he's been... He, I've had him four different nights. 
and looking back to last year, like he was around. He wasn't as he wasn't around as much as what he's been around so far this year. Like he was more of a late bloomer last year, where he started sh- showing up. Like he had shown himself, but he was being he, was, he ended up being super regular at the end of the year. Winter last year could have killed him, and then um, I like I saw him on hoof, and then I don't know could have had a marginal like forty yard shot. 45 yard shot um not on camera i was like a chaotic scene and that was end of october and then he was all over the place 30th 31st first second the farm blew up on like november 2nd um and then reviewing all the trail game pictures first week of october was really good and then it kind of dwindled and it seemed to pick up a lot more last end of october and then obviously, um, those first, those last two days of October, first two days of November, silence for like ten days, and then blown up again end of November, before gun season. Gun season was, I don't know, we saw some nice bucks, and it's hard obviously to put anything on that. And then after gun season, you know, had every buck on the farm everything came through late season so that's a ticket i am still so i'm laying back playing it safe whether i have not had a good wind yet even to get in the observation because we haven't there has just has not been very many cells when it was like decent weather yeah which is which which makes sense here early season so sunday when i got back from madison i uh decided to go check out this new farm that I had permission on. And the weather app on my phone said that it was a northeast wind. I'm like, oh, perfect. Weather app you using? Weather Underground. Oh. I get there, and it's blown out of the southwest. I'm like, well, my plan for this is all bollock stuff now so i did a little shift on the fly decided to just go back to the back corner of the place hang or saddle hunt as uh good as the wind would let me and early and it was hot and i was like ah this is so stupid and why am i even doing this sunday afternoon yeah and uh at like 5.30, a doe and a fawn came to water at this pond. And I made a deal with the doe. She didn't know it, obviously, but I made the deal. Because she was on a trail at, like, she came to a crossroads. She would either go straight down the trail and stay at, like, 45 yards. Or take a left and come by at 5 yards. I was like, all right, here's the deal, doe. If you stay straight, you can live. But if you take this left and end up five yards away from my tree. Deceased. Yeah, you're going to die. So she apparently believed me and stayed on the 45-yard trail. And then I was kind of beating myself up. I was like, ah, that was stupid. I should have just shot her. Well, then at like, hmm. 
6.15, I suppose. Um, they ended up, like, working away out of sight into the woods because I was right on the edge of field, woods, and uh, cornfield. And the cornfield was, like, 65 yards away. And she ended up working up towards that and coming out even coming out of the woods even with where that cornfield like ran in perpendicular to the wood line and uh just like worked her way out that corn and i was like oh that actually makes a lot of sense because that strip of corn basically connects the woods to another island and i was like oh that makes actually a lot of sense like talking about like the dead center of the property So the north end, there's an eye. There's like a. The north west end is wooded. The whole. And so it's like 80% of the property is egg, open egg, with little fingers and little like island woods. Okay, so we're talking about the north end. You're sitting in the north end. Yeah, I'm sitting like right here. Outside corner on the north. East section of the property, we have a field jetting, of a long or kind of a narrow little field jetting from north to south that wraps that creates the inside or outside corner, and then the large majority of the egg that runs off to the south, and then he's in you know the the south east tip of the big timber lot, and he's probably you're probably what that's forty yards to the island woods across the field from no here? that was uh, like eighty or, eighty yeah. <clears throat> Audible range. It was like, it was either 70 or 80. Nice little pinch, though. Yeah. And especially, so like here, it you know, it looks like that's like a field road that separates two different fields. Well, this year, this, like where my finger is, is all. Which is just south of where he's sitting. Yep. That's all actually hay field. So like that little road doesn't exist. So you have a hay field in between a big lot of woods corn, and an island woods. Corn. And then you have corn surrounding it. So, like, the deer came out even with that and just worked that edge right to that little island. Did anything come out of the island with no. the standing corn? No, nothing hmm. came out. But it makes a lot of sense because at first I thought that island was going to be fire, but it's like a giant crater. Oh, so, it like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a depression. Yes, <clears throat> which is why the trees are there. Like, I was expecting, like, a mound, and that's mm-hmm. why the trees would be there, yep. which, like, made me think that there was going to be deer that's there. That's interesting. But it's actually, like, a... <coughs> yeah. I still wouldn't put it past them to, to bet on that edge with standing no, corn. No, but. me either, and I was half expecting it, but the doe and, doe and fawn then worked to that, to that island, and then shortly after, a buck comes out and does the exact same thing, and I, like, saw it come out of the woods, and I'm like... Oh my God, if that thing ends up underneath me, I'm killing it for sure. Yeah. And uh, it didn't. It just worked back and forth on that corn edge. And then I was like, well, I know where I'm setting a legitimate tree stand. So where do you think you're going to send it? Right where that uh, the Right indent? where that corner is. Right where the corner of the field. Because, like, this farmer's awesome. And all the way around, like, the field or the wood edge is a hay strip. So those deer, like, come out into the hay strip and then. They have, like, basically a lane to travel with, like, other roads. That yeah, so he's got, he's got, like, access lanes around all of his fields. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Well, it makes the most sense for 
logistics. Mm-hmm. But if you never step foot on a property, besides putting grain in it, then it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I feel like that even with my smaller food plots that are an acre, I still feel like I want to have a rim of perennial grass or something mm-hmm. around the edges just for, like, maneuver maneuverability. Like, I don't know, that's not a word. To how to maneuver around Maneuverability fields. for sure is a word. You think so? Oh, Maneuver, yeah. Maneuverability. Well, not what you just said, but... Maneuverability. <laughs> Say you say it. Maneuverability. That's exactly what I said. No, you said ability. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> have a little whiskey. Sorry. Um. Because think about the different times of the year: turkey hunting, deer hunting. I mean, just planting, just wanting to do stuff. Your field's wet. The places that you're you're working or you're you're planting stuff every year. That's that's disturbed areas. You want something that you know is going to be there that you can for sure work with that you can drive something on you can do stuff with yeah and you can walk along the edge of the woods and not make a shit ton of racket yeah there's nothing I mean, better not, than a grass that's walking clearly lane. not what his thought process is but i appreciate whatever his what do you think his process is that because he wants to get to that hay field he just it? wants to get yeah he just like clearly likes to have a way to get around around without driving over crops yeah yeah and that's and he can, and he still can crop that because he probably drives his he probably hay. drives his truck around that field like to check his crops, yeah. Which, I yeah. I mean, why why would you not want to do that? And why would you not want to make it easier on me to kill the deer that you want gone? So thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Maybe we'll take a little screenshot of this. We'll keep it. Uh, <clears throat> you know. No yeah. one will be able to know. Yeah, I won't be weird like Weston. Like Weston. The whole I'm podcast. Mi- I miss him, though. So does Maria. So does the book club. We were talking about it. What is there to miss about that guy? The whipping that we give him? <laughs> That's their favorite thing about him. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we're so you haven't even got to the buck. Yeah. Well, I just mentioned that I would have shot him, but yeah, he worked back and forth, and he was like weirdly chasing. <clears throat> so we're okay. Sorry, fawn. was I? I might have been looking at the map. Yeah, you. Where did he come were. out of? Um, just up from this corner, like he came out of the woods. He came from here, so he came from the inside corner, working off the outside. So, well, in between the two, he uh, wasn't all the way like yeah to the inside. What kind corner. of freak show am I? I don't have the hybrid on. Well, I didn't understand that either. Well, that makes sense. We got a little depression there. Mm-hmm. So he worked right up through this this uh, low spot. Yep, came. Well, that's actually a high spot. So down here is actually lower than that. Okay. So this field is basically all one elevation, and then it dips down, and this one's one elevation. And he basically came out on the, like, flat and just worked along the edge. Like that where? Yep. <clears throat> what was the wind you say north you say southwest yeah it was like west southwest yep but you think it, it was supposed to be northeast that's what with? that's what it said it was supposed to be you was it that earlier in the day no, you no, think well i don't know i 
literally was on my way back, had all my stuff, and was just like, oh, I'm going to go there because I had what I'm still I old. had planned on going to here with a northeast mm. wind. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there and the wind was not doing that, I was like, well. So he planned to hit an outside corner on the south mm -hmm. west end of that same woodlot mm -hmm. that he ended up going to the north east end of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like... I feel like a southwest is your best wind. Oh, yeah. Because you're keeping it away from everything mm -hmm. besides that little finger of field, which you... Yeah. You, you're probably going to get... Was anything out in there? No. Oh, that's surprising. Is it surprising to you? Or does it does it not seem like what I've... No, when, looks when, like? You get, when you get there and you see what it is... Is it kind of open to the other field? Like, is it open, like, to that and stuff? This is just a giant cornfield. Yeah. And oh, it's standing corn right now. It's standing corn. Duh. Thick. You yeah. wouldn't see anything? No. Boy, it's going to be fire when all that stuff gets cut. Yeah. Because he's well, going to cut it, don't he? I don't want him to. Yeah. I suppose that little alfalfa field is probably hot as fuck right now. Well, and like that corn is all structure right now. Yeah. Like once once that's gone, they're just going to start wandering everywhere with the... With I don't think so. I do. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll come out into it and... I think that spot's still amazing because you have an 80-yard pinch right there, and mm -hmm. they're going to work through that because mm -hmm. they're always going to be coming from that big lot, and they're always going to be working through that. Right. And they're going to be hanging in here. But if they, if they, like, come out that inside corner and just, like, come out into this abyss of cornfield... Yeah, then, then but that's an adjustment like, that's that you make then. Shoot. Right, right. Because, <clears throat> yeah, that's just an adjustment to the wind. We have a hand raised by Maria in the background. The whiskey is still an oak straight bourbon whiskey. What's the brand? Still and oak. St oh, that still is and oak or yeah. still an oak? <laughs> I thought and. the way you still said it, and oak. the way she okay. said it, I thought she was saying like it's still like it's still <laughs> like, like like she was giving like you my previous about it. <laughs> like my previous whiskeys have always been like this oak and something. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. Um. No, I mean I like that. I like I like the little the little islands. I like the little structure and yeah, you're right about the corn, but when it does get cut, they're going to be piling out into there. Oh yeah, and you're going to then be able to see exactly what's using the farm because right now you really can't. You can pick a trail where they come out of the woods and that's all you're going to know about. But once that corn's gone, oh my god, you're going to see everything. Speaking of speaking of, I have seen cornfields that have been cut. Yeah. High moisture guys. No. Yeah. Cut. Yeah, cut. Not I get that. You know, I there's a difference. There's chopping. There's Which is high moisture. No. That's chopping. That's no. silage. Yes. Listen to me. Okay. There's guys who chop the whole thing. Which it leaves nothing. Yes. Right? And yeah. then there's guys who combine at high moisture. They're they still put it like in a bag or in a silo. Oh. But just the ear, not the whole okay. not the whole plant. But then like the like guys who are selling the grain, they wait longer yet. Mm. So um, like I doubt you've seen like a Vestbach or anybody yeah, like I have, that. No, I have. So I saw that today. I oh, they box. have. Yeah. And I asked oh, um, my uncle, and he said that there is a uh, blight that went around. Oh, tar spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their corn's been dead for like a month. Yep. <clears throat> and I went around, and I'm like, holy shit. This corn is really dry. Dry. It's insane. Yep. And – um. Like, I I just put it up to being... A weird year? No, I put it up to... Like, I know they put it in first couple weeks of April. Oh, sure. 
So they were just early to get it in. I should call Eric right now. See if he answers. I bet he will. He was our crop reporter. I bet whatever he had planned right now, he'll drop. So it's just kind of got to Well, he's an excellent human. Above average human. And honestly, most of the family is. God, I hope he answers. But he might be hauling food. He might, he might be hauling some fuel. Best black oil. Give him a shout. It's not good. If no, it's not good. The first couple of rings. Do you think he's like staring at it, waiting for it to quit ringing? I'd be disappointed. I bet he's never done that. Actually, <laughs> no. It's not in his DNA. No. I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I do. How many do times do you think he answers a phone? From uh, like a, um, a spammer or scammer, because they just every time he, they call, because he just answers every yeah. phone call he ever gets. Somebody might Most be likely. wanting some fuel. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is a battle. I've noticed it on the real estate side now, where I'm actually getting random people calling me. I'm like, ah, oh, should I answer that? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> leave a like, message. You guys know, or 2021. Leave a voicemail. Shoot me a text, preferably. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, call back right away. I may have hung up too soon. Yeah, might have. Eric Vestbach. How you doing, Taylor? Live on the podcast because I was just talking about a field I drove by that is owned by your family. Okay. So I I spoke to a different farmer today. I'm like, I just saw a field that looks to be, um, I call it cut, cut corn. Combined. Combined, okay. Jed refers to it as combine, and I'm like, this might be the earliest I've ever seen this done. But then they told me that they think that there's been some type of blight that's been going around, or some yep. type of some type of insect that's been infect in, in, infestation. No, it um, it's kind of a fungus. They call it uh, tar spot. Um, Jed called it. That, that's yeah, that that's been the biggest problem. And then a lot of times, once that corn gets the tar spot. Uh, the leaf blight moves in on it, so it's really killing the corn off early. I mean, a lot of the corn that had that, um, you know, probably died off a month early. And and overall, there's there's quite a few people that have at least some of it. So I think corn's going to come off pretty early this year overall. So in, because I was just putting it up to the fact that everyone got it in so early, like first couple weeks of April. Sure. So it, like, and that with- made a difference too. But. Yeah, so it's a combination of the two things. I was I was still wondering, I'm like this see, this corn I'm seeing, how the hell are people getting this mature this quickly? <laughs> yeah, it it's definitely a little bit uh, sped up from normal, you could say. But so um, that does that affect the yield? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we're seeing um, for sure lower test weights. Uh, the test weight is is um, the weight of the kernels basically. Uh, like average is like 55, 56 pounds. And we're seeing a lot of like 48 to 52 um, pounds per bushel is what it is. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's like less it's mature things quite a bit. Less mature corn that dried out and quit growing. Basically, yeah, it couldn't finish, so it didn't uh, didn't get that last good gulp of water, you know, to, to put the weight yeah. into the kernels. God, um, that's and really it would have biggest issue. Would have had it too. I mean, we had we we've had as good of a end of a growing season as you could ask for right oh 
absolutely. It's been some, you know, a smidge on the dry side in some places, but very timely rains where um, we were expecting a very, very good crop um, until that moved in. And, you know, that comes in July most times. Um, and we and you don't really know how what it's you know how it's going to be until you get into it to be honest yeah um and now we're just kind of we're getting started we started last week on ours and i see a lot of guys getting rolling in the fields now so so are you thinking uh, beans you think beans will be a really really good producer for you guys this year then yeah i actually i do think the beans are going to be pretty good a couple guys that i've talked to thought the beans were going to be decent um and have been into a couple fields uh pretty early to tell but it's looking like they're going to be a lot better than the corn is. Awesome. So how many, what, what, what's the percentage harvested so far you guys think you have? Oh, shoot. We're like just scratching 10%? the surface. Maybe, maybe 5%. 5%. 10% yeah. at most. Yeah, I, I, drove by, I, I drove by one of your guys' closer to home farm, so I figured that. All right, Eric. First crop report of 2021. We're, we're not even into October yet. Have you gotten out hunting at all? You know, I haven't been out at all yet, just especially with this uh, the early harvest. You know, a lot of times we like to think that we start the first week of October. Um, you know, so I normally get a couple hunts in kind of that real early October and September. Go see what's out there, but haven't been able to do it yet. So, But I'm hoping that means that maybe on the tail end of things we'll be done by Halloween, and then I can hit her hard on the on the backside so so usually usually you're still hitting it hard a halloween time oh absolutely yeah, i suppose I mean, last you guys are still rolling through into gun season right yeah i mean last year we did finish by gun season but most years i would say if we're lucky half the time we're done during gun season with just yep. the amount the raw amount of acres that we have to go over um you know, it's most of it's mature before then, but when you have so much to go over, it just takes a while. Yeah. So yeah, there's actually the chance that we could be done by Halloween this year, which would be, I mean, a dream come true. Oh yeah. I mean, I just asked, I actually just talked to an old guy the other day and I asked him how many times he's combined corn in September. He's in his seventies. He's been farming his whole life and he thought maybe three or four times in his whole life. That's what I was going to say. That was maybe my last, like how many times has this even been possible before october yeah, this is this is super crazy to see something like this yeah and it's Definitely just a combination of normal. combination of early planting we had a warm march dry march dry early april almost too dry of spring you got a little sketchy there but we've had a, a excellent growing season weather now since middle of june um yeah it's uh probably about as good of a year as you have to ask besides the of course, on the best weather growing year, you have an issue with uh, a fungus, huh? Hey, we wouldn't expect any less. That's farming. Yep. <laughs> way yep. it goes. Way it goes sometimes. Can't win every year. True that. So. True that. All right, Eric, well, I appreciate your time. We're going to get back to the podcast, man. Good luck hunting, and maybe we'll check in a couple couple different times this next couple weeks. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Call me anytime. See you, buddy. Tell hi to the family. You bet. See ya. Good guy. Real good nice guy. guy. Yeah, so he kind of just, you know, solidified some of my thoughts. I, yeah, it makes sense. He said, old guy said three, four times his whole entire life. Probably talking about 70 years of farming there. It's wild. But it was an unusually, unusual, unusually You're warm March. Tonight, man. Yeah. Well, sometimes I have 
word twisters. <laughs> it was an unusual March, unusual April, wildly dry spring, so everyone was able to get their stuff in. Even, I mean, usually I put on people who are doing high moisture second week of October from my, like dairy farmers like my uncle where I hunt normal years second week of October the rest would be end of October first couple weeks of November everything is bumped up way ahead last year was bumped up ahead too it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't late it was a pretty good year because they had a good spring to get stuff in but all right little crop report let's get into the weather for the next week so the week is september 29th so far we're on a wednesday when we're recording this and when it'll be live we're looking at 82 tomorrow on thursday 80 80 on friday you we have yeah but you know what i'm not complaining we we still do not have a frost in the forecast which is just yeah it's mind-blowing I Wonderground here is a 10 day. Um, my weather channel app is a 14. I think it goes to, it goes to October 13th and there is nothing even Remotely within close. 15 degrees yeah. of a frost. I think I've, you know, we got down to maybe four low forties twice so far, but nothing. I mean, this is insane. Yeah. This is crazy. Especially cause the last couple of years we've had an aggressive cold front in the first week of October where we've seen snow, we've seen mm-hmm. frost, we've seen twenties. Um, I'm happy with it in my farming life because I'm going to grow grass still. I'm going to grow. Everything's growing still. Um, now hunting wise, we're just, we're kind of in a lull, but does a sixties coming off this eighties spike some movement and we might have some of that coming up here. So we have eighties, Thursday and Friday, the weekend looks like some rain, but we're going to be in the seventies on Saturday. Sunday is going to be in the sixties with there's something moving through Saturday. Like there's a chance of rain all day. Sunday, there's a chance, but Sunday afternoon might be good. Even though the pressure's going to bottom out, you have whatever front we have here moving through and then we're going to have sunshine and a pressure increase for the main the main part of next week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have sunny 60s, lows in the 40s, and then pressure's topping out at 30.3 on Wednesday. That's a high pressure for this time of year. So I'd say the best um, three sits I could think of, I like Tuesday a lot. Tuesday afternoon would be your best right before that pressure peaks out on Wednesday morning. Um, I like Monday more. I like Monday afternoon. And I like Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon through Tuesday afternoon. Those three days, while that pressure is jumping, while that pressure is increasing, hopefully coming off. If we come off, especially if we come off warmth, and then we actually get rain through the weekend. Sunday afternoon could be great if it's following actual rain, and then Monday, Tuesday should be pretty good too. And then from there, we look like pressure's going to drop off, and but we're still going to maintain those 60s and high 40s for lows. So nothing crazy sticks out. What's like your what's like your mindset? What's your kind of your, your thought process right now? As far as how you're hunting, are you just are you just are you just hunting aggressively all the time now, or do you? Yeah, 
just that's ish. your that's nah, kind of what you're thinking. Ish. So what's your plan for this weekend? Well, uh, Friday I have off, so we're gonna set some tree stands. Nice. And then why do you uh, have it off? Just took it off. No, because it's Oktoberfest and the uh, job that I'm on is basically right on fest ground. So they're like, yeah, we ain't working that day. Nice, good for you. Yeah. Um, so Marie and I are gonna go out. She's gonna kill. I don't know. Probably the first deer that she sees. Right. Hopefully. Nice. Yeah. No, I don't even know what that is. Um. And then after that, I don't, I don't even really know. But then next week, yeah, next week I'm heading to Wyoming. So. Hell yeah. Hell so yeah. you're gonna be coming back next week, probably in a pretty good position. Yeah, you know my mindset. I'm still just waiting for a good cold front. I think. Hopefully next week, um, those three days, I, I'll probably get out. I'll, I'm looking at northeast, northeast, northeast. Oof, it's all northeast and north. Ah, I just, I'm in the, I'm in the position of being low impact and non intrusive in a north. <laughs> makes that really difficult. Like really, it's northeast makes it very difficult. This place. Yeah. Because think about it. Like, where am I gonna go? somewhere else yeah 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 i mean i should get a hunt in somewhere else that that would be the that would be the easiest um but that northeast is coming off of yeah that makes that makes sunday even better because you are getting a bunch of south and then sunday's gonna be all north it's switching saturday night so if saturday depending on what the rain does if saturday presented itself with an afternoon set that could be good because you're going to have deer going to bed in the morning with the south and then you're going to be able to hunt a north you're going to be able to hunt a north northwest that afternoon so it does a full switch that's intriguing whenever you look at wonderground you see those arrows pointing and you see a complete flip-flop on arrows within a 12-hour period um usually gives you an opportunity to jump in on something Ooh, i might change that then depending on what the weather does saturday afternoon long as it's not downpouring um that could be good all right anything else jed well i see eduardo escobar uh just got an rbi brewers up one nothing oh cool devin williams punched a wall so i'm not really in the mood to talk about them. Who punches a wall and breaks their hand? God. Hey, man. Just deal with it. Whatever. At least Thomas is playing today, so that's not a problem. Right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Girls, have any questions? Maria? There's been a live book club commentary about how much we wish Weston was here. Oh. Hear that, Weston? You're missed. <laughs> Quit being a little bitch. Well, it was his kid's birthday, but oh, yeah, he did I set guess. this date. Initially, he did. So he did. He was like, "Oh yeah." You no, know, Wednesday works the best for me. And then goes, "Well, actually, uh, Wednesday is my kid's birthday, and we have been relentless on him." Yeah. So he was giving us a lot of no, but even more in the chat. 
like la- the last week we really ramped things up because the Brewers clinched and the Cubs are just in a different world. And, and then he tried to like talk good about the Packers and we just don't allow that because if you're going to be a Cubs fan, you're not allowed you're to a be Bears a Packer fan. fan. You're a Bear fan. You're a Fib. Get out of here. Yeah, I like your approach where you essentially speak to him as he is a Bears fan. So yeah. like you ask him, like, so how do you feel about the Bears being terrible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a low quality person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. He takes it, but he's from different towns. So like, we're not gonna be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand how he grew up to take this what he takes every time he's here. <laughs> but whatever, man. Yeah, he probably won't listen to this, so that's fine. He's like a little whipping boy. He is. And we appreciate him putting up for it. All right. Episode 107. Good luck this week, guys. Thanks, guys. There, I was Weston. That was a good impersonation. Thanks. We out.